with the first pick. And here's Jeremy Platt with Between the Tackles. Hey everybody, I'm Jeremy Platt and you're listening to Between the Tackles. Here at Between the Tackles, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know in the NFL from preseason to offseason, coverage on rumors, news, and predictions. Alright, let's get to know a little bit more about me. So, I'm 14 years old and live in Los Angeles, California. I'm going into my ninth grade year and in 2011... Football became everything to me, and now it just takes up my whole entire life. So that's about me, and now let's get into the NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs have released wide receiver Jeremy Macklin. He was a former star on the Eagles. After his release, he signed a two-year, $11 million contract with the Ravens. In Baltimore, he'll be joined with Brashad Perriman and Mike Wallace in a mediocre receiver group. I think it would be best if they put him at the number two receiver and let the young Perriman play at number one with Wallace in the slot. I wouldn't expect Macklin to have great numbers, but realistically, I think you can expect around 500 yards and no more than six touchdowns. I'll give you some reasons why I think Brashad Perriman should be at the number one receiver instead of Macklin. Perriman is young. He's only 23 years old and Jeremy Macklin is 29. Perriman can be the future of Baltimore and be Joe Flacco's number one receiving option for the rest of his career. While Jeremy Macklin is 29, he hasn't proven to be a number one receiver since 2014 in Philadelphia. Let's talk about Mike Wallace. I think he is a perfect slot receiver, but maybe not an X receiver. He's six foot compared to Brashad Perriman, who's six foot three, and he's 30 years old. He can be the type of person who catches it in the middle of the field, takes the hit, goes down, and the next play, he catches the ball again. He is the consistent receiver you can always trust and provides veteran leadership at 30 years old. He can tutor guys like Perriman to make the Ravens receiving corp better than expected. Another move that the Ravens made was releasing tight end Dennis Pitta after his third career hip injury. After Pitta's release, now they have tight end Benjamin Watson starting. Watson was with New Orleans and Cleveland and put a solid put up solid numbers with them. I wouldn't be surprised if Watson played a bigger role than all three receivers in that offense. Let's move on. The Tennessee Titans have signed wide receiver Eric Decker to a one-year deal. The 30-year-old receiver will join Richard Matthews and Corey Davis in a much improved Tennessee receiving. Marcus Mariota gained a nice receiver that will tutor and train Corey Davis. The Decker-Davis duo reminds me of the Decker-Marshall duo of two years ago with the Jets. Davis will be the number one and Decker will be the number two. We can't forget about 1,000-yard receiver Richard Matthews, though. He always finds a way to create an impact. I remember grabbing him two years ago in fantasy when he was with the Dolphins, and he made a surprisingly large impact, even with Jarvis Landry there. All right, back to Decker. I think this is a perfect fit for him, and I can see him getting up to 800 yards receiving and can be a viable fantasy option with around 7 or 8. Okay, after the Jets released Eric Decker, they signed former Bears wide receiver Marquise Wilson. Don't expect Marquise Wilson to have the same type of impact as Decker, but I can see him maybe sneaking in there like a Jeremy Curley type of receiver for the Jets. Redskins running back, Matt Jones has informed his agent that he doesn't want to be part of the Redskins organization. Honestly, I think this is one of the worst moves you can do as a professional athlete. I think you should feel blessed for being in the opportunity to be with an NFL team. I wasn't the biggest fan of Jones anyways. I believe he is too inconsistent to be a starting running back in this league, and the Redskins have more talent talented running backs like Robert Kelly or Samaj P. Ryan. In six and a half games, he had three fumbles, so, so I don't think you should be relying on him in fantasy football either. Let's move on to the NFC. The Niners have signed veteran defensive end Elvis Dumerville to join their very young defensive line. I think this is a 
great move for San Fran because Dumerville can mentor Solomon Thomas, DeForest Buckner, and Eric Armstead. All three of those were first-round picks. I wouldn't be surprised if Elvis Dumerville made that DeMarcus Ware type of impact for the Niners and breaks out at 33 years old. Moving on, star wide receiver Julian Edelman and the New England Patriots have agreed on a two-year, $11 million contract extension. Over the past three years, Edelman has been one of the best receivers in the league and has earned this much-deserved contract extension. With Edelman getting locked up, now you can expect the Patriots to not only be good, but stay good. And I can't see Brady retiring anytime soon. The Patriots have one of the most talented rosters ever, and now let's talk about them. Each week, I'm going to break down a division in the NFL and break each team down for you and tell you why or why not I think they'll succeed. Let's start with the Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. I'd expect them to follow up with another strong season going 14-2 and and clinching home field advantage throughout the playoffs. I predict their offensive MVP will be the greatest to ever do it with Tom Brady. I can see him throwing for around 4,500 yards and around 30 touchdowns. Defensively, I see their MVP being Derek Rivers, the rookie out of Youngstown State. I think you can expect around 8 or 9 sacks and 3 forced fumbles. These guys are the beasts in the East and are the favorites to win the Super Bowl, and I don't blame them. In second place, I can see the Dolphins going 500 at 8-8 eight and eight and missing the playoffs. The biggest bright spot on the team is star running back Jay Ajayi. I see him making the type of leap as DeMarco Murray did in 2014. I predict him to lead the league in carries with over 300 of them and yards at around 1,600. I would confidently take him with a top 5 pick in fantasy football and wouldn't look back. I love the physicality that of his running style where he can run over you or make you miss. He's a dynamic player catching out of the backfield and expect a breakout year for him. They also have one of my favorite players in the league with Jarvis, aka Juice Landry. He provides energy to the NFL and I love watching him. The way he plays almost reminds me of the fiercest player to ever play in Steve Smith. On defense, they have an amazing defensive line. They have Cameron Wake and Ndamukong Sue. They also drafted Charles Harris out of Missouri in the first round. You can expect them to possibly lead the league in sacks this year. Now that I think of it, I wouldn't be surprised if they made an appearance as a wildcard team this year. In third place, I see the Buffalo Bills at 6-10. Unlike their record, their offense looks really good this year. They have both Zay Jones and Sammy Watkins at receiver, and I can see both of those guys receiving for over 600 yards. At running back, they have Shady McCoy, who had a breakout year last year. I think he's the shiftiest player in the, in the league and now has two big fullbacks to block for him. Right now, there's a quarterback competition, but I don't think there should be. I believe Tyra Taylor has earned his job and should be the starting quarterback. He's got a ginormous arm and is one of the fastest quarterbacks in the league. If they don't start him, that'll be the biggest mistake of their season. They have a really solid front seven with Lorenzo Alexander and Kyle Williams, but will get beat down with their DB group. I wouldn't be surprised if their first round pick, Javius White, makes a bigger impact on special teams than he does on defense. Finally, in last place, I see the New York Jets coming in with their worst record in the league at 1-15. I can see an embarrassing performance with Josh McCown at quarterback and Matt Forte getting too old to carry the load, and then him splitting reps with Bial Powell. This team needs to do a lot of work, but for all you Jets fans out there, I'll tell you a bright spot. I can easily see rookies Jamal Adams and Marcus May creating a dynamic duo at safety, and at receiver, I can see our Darius Stewart with over 600 receiving yards. Those three players are the biggest future of the team, and I'd be extremely happy if I were you with those guys. Okay, let's say 
the Jets do have the worst record coming out next year. I wouldn't be too mad about that because let's look who's coming out. We got Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, Arden Key, Lamar Jackson. You got so many options at that number one overall pick. So I wouldn't be surprised that the Jets are trending upward after this season. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about fantasy football, one of my favorite things about the NFL. Let's start with giving you my top five quarterbacks coming into this season. I think at number one will be my fantasy quarterback from last year, Aaron Rodgers. Last year, he threw for over 4,400 yards, 40 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. And this year, you can expect him to follow up with another strong season. He's got playmakers from Jordy Nelson to the newly added Martellus Bennett, and you can definitely trust him at your starting quarterback this year. I think he's the favorite to win MVP this season, and you can expect him to put on a performance this year. At number two, I see Andrew Luck for the Colts. He's the future of the NFL, and I think this is the year he comes back fully healthy and proves everybody wrong. Last year, he threw for under 200 yards only once and threw at least one touchdown in every game. In 15 games, he threw for the eighth most yards and the fifth most touchdowns. Also, he's got weapons. He's got Kamar Aiken, T.Y. Hilton, Dante Moncrief, Jack Doyle, Philip Dorsett, and I can go on. So expect a really big year for Andrew Luck this year. In third place, I see the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. Brady's numbers are only going up with age, so this season, coming off the Super Bowl win, I think he'll ev do even better than he did last year. He's got some shiny new weapons with Brandon Cooks, Dwayne Allen, and a million running backs. He's always got Gronk and Edelman, one of the top defenses, and arguably the greatest coach in the game with Bill Belichick. I think you can draft him in the fifth or sixth round this year and would be confident with your pick. At number four, I got Derek Carr for the Raiders. He's only been in the league for three years and has a great team around him. He's got Pro Bowl receivers with Michael Crabtree and Amari Cooper, a new tight end with Jared Cook. He has beast mode in the backfield and an up-and-coming defense with Khalil Mack. He is coached by one of the best in Jack Del Rio. People forget that before he got injured, he was the favorite to win MVP and I wouldn't be surprised if he won it this year. I'm extremely confident in Carr and if it wasn't for him coming off an injury, I think he would have been my number one quarterback. Finally, at number five, I have Drew Brees, one of the greatest fantasy quarterbacks in NFL history. This year, he's got a pure number one receiver with Michael Thomas, and I'll give you a spoiler, he's in my top five wide receivers heading into 2017. Drew can also always dump the ball off to his three-headed monsters coming out of the backfield in case his arm ever gets tired, which is unlikely. So you can always rely on Drew when it comes to fantasy, and he's a great option. So to finally, to wrap it up, the order of my top five fantasy quarterbacks are number one, Aaron Rodgers, Number two, Angela. Number three, the GOAT, Tom Brady. Number four, Derek Carr. And number five, Drew Brees. Let's keep moving. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to my Twitter at all, but I said there'd be some big news coming out of this podcast. And here it is. I have my own website called BetweenTheTacklesFootball.com. On the website, I'll give you the most recent NFL news, some predictions for the draft, fantasy football, and just what's going on in the NFL world. You guys can get to know a little bit more about me and why I decided to make the podcast. You guys can check out my website at between the tackles on Facebook and Instagram or on Twitter at BTWN the tackles or if you guys want to search it up it's between the tackles football.com happy father's day everybody Jeremy out the